Welcome back to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and we are in December, just three days away from the end of AEP 2021 and 27 days away from the end of 2020. Cue collective sigh. But seriously, it's great to be back. I hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday, even if it was a little different this year than in previous years. I successfully made a turkey for the first time, and it somehow ended up being one with bones in it. But if not for anything else, 2020 has been the year to really level up my cooking skills, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but on to our list for this week. At number one, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, CMS for short, finalized their changes to telehealth and published their annual physician fee schedule for 2021. One thing most write-ups have noted is that the changes seem to benefit general medicine rather than specialty providers. Some groups have raised concern over the changes to the schedule because of how much COVID-19 has affected the healthcare industry. And then, of course, on the telehealth end, regulations that went into effect during the pandemic in March that resulted in a spike of telehealth utilization were made permanent for Medicare beneficiaries. So we will be linking to the official CMS release in our episode notes. Number two, as we move through the month of December, we will likely start to see more talks about who President-elect Joe Biden will be appointing to some of the key roles in our industry. Specifically, who could he appoint as HHS secretary and CMS administrator? There are already a lot of names being tossed around for potential cabinet positions, but we've got the link to a list specific to our industry. One name I'm seeing a lot is Michelle Lujan Grissom, current governor of New Mexico. It's been reported by various organizations that she is the frontrunner to be appointed as Biden's health secretary. But she's not the only contender. There's Mandy Cohen, who has previous CMS experience. Vivek Murthy and Rebecca Gee was named in a few articles I saw as well. And then Kristen Link-Young has experience at both agencies, CMS and HHS. We'll be linking to a recent article with the top 10 prospects for both positions, and we will definitely be watching for official nominations and additional news in the coming weeks. Number three, on Wednesday this week, the CDC shortened their recommended coronavirus quarantine time after a person has been exposed to COVID-19. That window is shrinking down from 14 days to 10 days without a test if they do not have symptoms. And then the window narrows further to seven days with a negative test result if they do not have symptoms. I've said it before that the more we learn about COVID-19, the better we have been able to understand how to treat it. And I think this is just one of the ways that we are seeing that growing knowledge base affect guidance. Typically, symptoms are not present immediately from exposure, so it sort of makes sense to take a few days off the tail end of the quarantine period, especially with a negative test result and no symptoms. We'll be linking to a write-up from The Hill with some quotes from CDC officials and guidance on how to handle the coming holiday season. Number four, stimulus talks have started up again with two new plans from the Republican side of the table. 
Both plans do not include a stimulus check for taxpayers. They focus on helping struggling industries, small businesses, and those who have been laid off because of the COVID-19 pandemic. There was also a private proposal made from a group of senior Democrats to a similar group of Republicans, but that information has not yet been made public. We're still keeping an eye on this. I can't say that I have much hope for a package to pass before the Senate wraps up their current session, but maybe there's hope for a holiday miracle yet. Number five, we will wrap up with a big purchase in the tech space. Salesforce paid $27.7 billion to acquire Slack. And from what I've been reading, as Salesforce integrates the company into its existing technology, it's likely that Salesforce will start to have that distinct Slack look. Not sure how much customization they'll include on the Salesforce end, but Slack doesn't just bring convenience to office communications. It has a very cool look to it, and a part of that is the customization factor. The deal is one of the biggest that has closed in 2020, which probably surprises no one, as this has been the year for companies specializing in digital communication. Think Zoom and Teams. They've done really well, so it's no surprise to me that Slack was purchased for such a high price point. And now, that brings us to our bonus for this week. And since it is the first Friday of a new month, That means it's time for what is coming to streaming in December 2020. Coming to Hulu, The Secret Garden, which is one of my favorite books from when I was little, and another book series that I've read a few of, The Hardy Boys series season one debuts today. On Disney+, Plus, the Disney holiday sing-along is already out, and then on the 10th is Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical for some holiday picks. And if you're wondering when the new Pixar flick, Soul, comes out, that debuts on Christmas Day and tells the story of a jazz teacher who gets sort of stuck between life and death. As with most other Pixar films, it has gotten great reviews so far, so I'm excited to watch that one. I'm also kind of interested in Godmothered. And that is a more grown-up take on the idea of a fairy godmother coming to help a woman in her 30s, so it'll be interesting to see how that one shakes out and what the storyline looks like there. On Netflix, we've got a few selections to mention. Mank seems to be the one that everyone is talking about from director David Fincher. He's the vision behind The Social Network, Gone Girl, and The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, to name a few. This particular film looks at the story behind Citizen Kane's creation. Also coming to Netflix, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which has gotten really solid reviews so far, and the post-apocalyptic Midnight Sky starring George Clooney. There's also a documentary series coming called The Holiday Movies That Made Us, which goes behind the scenes of iconic holiday movies to show you how they were made. And then Tiny Pretty Things, which is said to be a cross between Black Swan and Pretty Little Liars, so I'm kind of here for that too, not gonna lie. On Amazon Prime, Kevin Bacon teams up with Aldris Hodge in a crime drama set in Boston during the 90s. It is a work of fiction, but it also has sprinklings of events that did actually take place and people who really exist. And, I mean, it's Kevin Bacon, right? 
So those are just a few of the highlights that looked interesting to me. You can check out the full list of everything coming to streaming in our episode notes. Hard to believe that we're almost at the end of another AEP, but we are almost there. So stay strong over the next few days. You've got this. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Brianna Lowe. Artwork by Nick Smith.